Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Welcome to this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Right on time. <laughs> how you doing? Good, how are you? I'm good. Excellent. Busy, getting ready for Christmas. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not much in the way of stories today. No, not at all. Um, you can tell that because we're leading with this story. There are new cupcakes that have been rolled out on the dream and the fantasy. That's right. The very nautical. You know, it seems like every special occasion now they have cupcakes, um, but they've got unique designs and flavors now. Uh, it's called the Nautical Navy Collection. Um, they've got some nautical cupcakes. Oh, the Nautical Navy Collection was the clothing mm-hmm. uh, line, and this looks just like the uh, clothing line. Blue cupcakes with a bunch of anchors and a really cool, uh, what do you call those, sugar candies? Anchor with the Disney logo on it. Yep. Uh, they've got a new unicorn cupcake. How that can you not love that? I know, it's that one's pretty great. got sprinkles on it. Yeah. They've got the uh, uh, Lightning McQueen Kachow cupcake, which looks, eh, it's a chocolate cupcake with the Oreos. And then they've got a new cupcake with um, know, chocolate a, mousse. has a rose and a cake. butterfly on top. Yeah, very cool. So, oh, of course, they're all available in Vanellope Sweets and Treats, which means they're not free. Of course they're not free. Come on now. Right. All right. Um, at Flights of Passage uh, yesterday, there was a guest evacuated after... Oh, guests, multiple guests, were evacuated after a reported fire on Flights of Passage. That's right. Guests, the entire ride was evacuated because the fire alarms were going off. Um, so people, uh, you know, assumed that it was a fire. It was going to have a lengthy closure. Well, come to find out that was just a false alarm. Um, it was evacuated around three and then at f- about quarter to five, um, it was it was back open after what uh, they were referring to as unexpected downtime. Yeah, they probably just had to go in. It's just like any other time if you're at work and there's a fire alarm, you know, yeah, everybody has to get out of the building. They bring the fire department in to, you know, check to make sure it was uh, not a real fire. And then, you know, you're cleared to go back in. I'm sure that's exactly what it was. Yep. Um, over at Epcot, Journey of Water is going in, um, Moana's Journey of Water. And they have put up the construction walls to start that process. That's right. So um, it is near the center of Future World. And, um, you know, actually, no, it's not near the center of Future World. It's over near Interventions West. And it's it's a very cool, you know, I like the construction walls they've been putting up in Epcot. They're very stylized. Uh, there's a picture of Moana there. It says, begin your journey. And it's a lot nicer than just the, you know, plain construction walls. Right. Um, but the, they're down to dirt, so they're digging. It's uh, as you head towards the Seas Pavilion. And, um, you know, it'll be another year before this ride is up, but I'm sure they'll do a great job. Right, or uh, experience. We don't even really know what it is, right? It's a walkthrough attraction. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely not, not a, ride. a ride. Well, you said ride. Oh. Okay. Um, some new signage and lighting has been installed at Innovations East. Uh, it looks very temporary. I mean, obviously, Innovations East is um, sort of a... T- it's Ghost not set, Yeah, I mean, it's obviously not set up for anything that's going to be permanent. So some signage went up. They're going to move something there temporarily. Uh, who knows what? Right. So it looks like it's going to be uh, possibly the temporary location for Mouse Gear. While Mouse Gear is undergoing renovations, which um, have been delayed. It was supposed to be closed. Um, was supposed to be closed this year. But, uh, you know, we're there's only four days left in the year, five days left in the year. Right. A week left in the year. Yeah, a little more than that. Um, But close. And uh, it looks like it will close in 2020. 
And like we stated yesterday, they started putting these temporary rolling tables in. So, um, who knows? Yeah, we'll, we'll see what goes over there. But yeah. uh, indications are it will probably be mouse gear. All right. At Animal Kingdom, work uh, exterior work on Club 33 is now completed. Um, Club 33 is going in over in Harambe at the Animal Kingdom. And I don't know how much longer until that's open. It doesn't matter to us because, you know, we're, we're not, not Club 33 members. Club 33. <laughs> yeah, very interesting. Disney is putting a Club 33 in each park in Orlando. Um, the one in Harambe, as Cheryl said, is in the Harambe house. Uh, all exterior scaffolding uh, and construction on the outside appears to be done. Uh, scaffolding's been removed. Um, it, it pretty nice, you know, It's a. it looks like it, it's a building that belongs in Harambe. And uh, under the words Harambe House, it says, Thelathini uh, Natatu. What's that mean? It's, I believe, Swahili for 33. Oh, okay. Yeah, you didn't know I was uh, fluent in Swahili numbers, did you? I'm sure you, you looked that up somewhere. I did. All right, so that's actually it for today. <laughs> oh, and the, the cool thing is um, Disney expects to open that location by the end of the year. So that, oh. that only gives them about uh, seven days. Huh. Ten days. I don't know. I don't even know what day it is anymore. <laughs> My life is a blur. It's because you don't work. I know. Um, oh, so that's, I guess, news too. Tony's going to be starting work. So if you were all following along on his unemployment journey. That's right. It is coming to a close in the well, new my year. My retirement has ended. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so, yeah, that actually is all the stories we have. Uh, we're going to do a little bit more of our segment on planning your first uh, Disney trip. Yes. Right? So, you've sort of decided maybe where you want to stay and if you wanted the dining plan or not. Um, we're going to talk about how you book the things that you need to book ahead or which things you're going to book ahead. Now, if you're smart, you've used a travel agent like me, and you don't have to do any of this stuff for you. But it's <clears throat> even if you're not doing these bookings on these items, you gonna be okay over there? I am. <clears throat> even if you're not booking this stuff, it's a discussion your travel agent will usually have with you. Um, you know, there's three big things that that you need to do when you're planning, and that is booking your dining reservations if you're going to do dining reservations. Right. Making your fast pass reservations, and then uh, setting up your Magical Express if you're going to be using Magical Express. Okay, so let's talk about what each of them is first. So let's start with um, dining reservations. All right, so dining reservations uh, or advanced dining reservations are just that. Uh, you want to eat a meal at a table service restaurant. Table service is a sit-down meal. Uh, traditionally, um, either a buffet, a family-style meal, or a traditional meal where a waiter or waitress comes to your table. And uh, advanced dining reservations open up about 100, and, well, not about, they do open up 180 days prior to your trip. Um, if you're staying on-site or off-site, it's 180 days. The benefit to staying on-site and making dining reservations is at that 180-day mark, your dining window opens and then it extends for a 10-day period. Uh, so you can make 10 days worth of dining reservations. If you're staying off-site, you know, it will open 180 days from the first day of your trip. And then the next day, second day of your trip, you have to go back in because that 180-day mark will open up for each individual day. So um, the benefit of staying on-site is you can do all your dining if your trip is 10 days or less in one fell swoop. Yeah. And um, dining reservations are handled through the... Uh, Walt Disney World uh, app, I'm sorry, web page, uh, or, my, or my Disney Experience app. So, uh, quick little aside here. Um, <laughs> you need this for a few different things, but what is my Disney Experience? 
So My Disney Experience is a website. If you go to your computer, you type in My Disney Experience, it brings you to the Walt Disney World planning site. Um, on that site, it's details about your trip. Um, it's where you can make your fast pass reservations, dining reservations, you can get hotel information, uh, you can see information on your travel party. Um, and then there's a companion app through either uh, iOS or Google uh, or Android phones, the Google Store, Google Play, I think they call it. Um, you get this app on your phone. It's the Walt Disney World Parks app. And that app takes all of the information that you've put in through the My Disney Experience app and downloads it to your phone so that when you're in the parks, all of your information's at your fingertips. The, the phone app includes maps. It shows wait times. Um, it, it handles your schedule. It's, it's really a, a, a very full-functioning app. Um, and, uh, you know, it's very useful when you're in the parks and you want to know what's happening with your day. Yeah, if you're not um, a great great at technology, it, this can be a little difficult for you because you really do have to have My Disney Experience. Uh, everything at Disney has gone very um, technological, so uh, you may have to have somebody help you get set up with My Disney Experience. Again, that's why it's great if you have a travel agent, uh, but you're going to need that. Yes. So, um, yeah, you can make your dining plans, and there are some where you can wait you know, maybe you don't have to make them right at 180 days, but there's a few restaurants that you would need to book maybe right at your 180 days or very close to that. Uh, and another show, we can go over which of those uh, they are. But just to be aware that um, when you go on, they're not, if you book your trip, um, you know, three months in advance and you go on and go to look for uh, dining, there's always some things that are going to be gone or you're not going to be able to find at least the times that you'd like to have. Right. So then the second thing that, um, you can book ahead of time, and you should, are your fast pass selections. Yeah. So what is a fast pass? You talk about that. I'll talk okay. about how long. Uh, so fast pass is Disney's ride reservation system. Um, and that allows you to take three attractions uh, in a park on a given day and choose when you want to ride or experience the attraction. Um, it is not just rides. It could be a meet and greet with a character. It could be special seating for a show. Um, but there are multiple options in every park. So pretty much every ride has a fast pass. Um, there are the things that don't have fast passes are very few and far between these days. Um, you want to talk about when it opens the window? Yep. So uh, this actually, it makes a difference whether you're staying on site or off site. Um, if you are on site, your fast pass window opens up 60 days before your, uh, the first day of your trip. And again, you can book fast passes for the entire length of your stay. So a longer trip is going to give you better uh, choices of times and availability, especially toward the end part of that mm -hmm. um, of your trip. Right. Um, and then if you are offsite, it's thirty days that you can make your um, your fast pass reservations. And again, you'll need to go in each day and make reservations for sixty days out from that. Uh, I'm sorry, 30 days out from that day that you're going to be in the park. Mm -hmm. um, so another that's sort of touted as one of the biggest reasons, I think, to stay on site as far as um, as far as benefits. You do get better times. You get better rides. Um, if you're off site, you tend to get locked out of some of the really, um, really popular rides. Right now, uh, you know, as as a travel agent and as Disney fans, uh you know, we're used to the FastPass system, and this is FastPass Plus, which is an upgrade from the old FastPass system where you used to have to run to the kiosks in the park and, and get your tickets. And this new one is remote, and it's 60 days out. Um, I was very hesitant at first. 
you know, because you're making dining reservations six months out. You're making ride reservations two months out. It's like, how, how do I know what I'm going to do with my day? And this is ridiculous. But it has really streamlined uh, the process because you know exactly where you're going to be. Uh, for those rides, um, you know, it, it just helps you plan your day better and organize your day. Now, the, the way the Fast Pass works is, like I said, you get to choose your three rides or attractions or experiences. And for each one of those rides, you get a one-hour window with which to show up uh, to the attraction. Um, you go to, to essentially to the front of the line and uh, have a limited wait time. Um, so you're on and off, you know, pretty quickly. Um, if your one-hour window expires, you're out of luck. Mm -hmm. uh, there is no real flexibility. Um, but like I said, it just it helps you. You, you kind of know where you're going to be. You know what parks you need to parts of the park you need to be in at each time. So uh, at least for us, it helps us planning. Yeah, well, I mean, our we're day. we're uh, we're big planners, especially when it comes to Disney, and it's been fine for us. I understand the frustration of people who don't want to have to plan these things. And the biggest problem, really, it's it's less. I think if you're a person who saves for a trip, who books, who looks forward to a trip, who books a trip a year out, it's great. Right. It's fine. But there's plenty of people who decide to go to Disney for a long weekend, and they decide that not even a month beforehand. Right. And you can't get on any good rides because of that. Um, the Fast Passes don't really help you unless you go and stand in the standby lines, which are much longer now because there's plenty of people who are, you know, basically not waiting in line and using Fast Pass. Right. So, it, you know, it definitely has its upsides if you plan ahead. It's a good reason to plan ahead for your trips. Um, but... You know, it there's definitely a downside, but there's nothing we can do about it. So right, we just work with, with what we have to work with. Right, and then the last part of the the planning process is Disney's Magical Express. You know, Disney's Magical Express is a motor coach which brings you from the Orlando International Airport to and from your resort. Um, it's actually a third party uh, property run by Mears Transportation, which is a, a large bus and taxi network in the Orlando area. And um, once you have your flight reservations, you can book the Magical Express and it, uh, uh, you know, you show up at the airport, you put your luggage tags on your bags before you fly. You know, it's so convenient that you don't even have to get your luggage off the carousel. They know that you're on Magical Express. Uh, you get to the terminal. You go downstairs, you check in, they board you on a bus, and next thing you know, you're at your resort. Mm -hmm. It's completely hassle-free, no need to rent a car, get a car service, uh, you know, pay for Uber. Um, you know, this is a free, and I say that with air quotes, uh, this is a free option by Walt Disney World that the cost is, you know, is, rolled in. It is an included option, so you are paying for it whether you use it or not. Right. So you might as well use it. Right. Um, and the thing about Magical Express, you sign, how far ahead do you typically sign up for that? Uh, as soon as you have your, your flight information. Okay, and how do you do it? Um, if you're working with a travel agent, your travel agent will, will do it for you. Uh, if you've booked through Disney, you can either call the reservation center and add it to your uh, trip, uh, or you can go to uh, the website, which I believe is disneyworld.com slash magical, Disney's Magical Express. Okay, and 
they will send you a, a booklet or a pamphlet or a, I don't know, a packet. packet. I'm going to say packet. Um, with um, some information about Magical Express and some tags that you're going to put on your bags um, before you even fly. So when you're still home, you put these on your bags and that helps them to know to pull your bags and to transfer them to the resort that you're going to be at. How long ahead typically do these show up at your house? Uh, I want to say usually two weeks prior to travel. Okay. And what if it's three days before my trip and I didn't get mine? If you didn't get yours, um, you know, not a big deal. You're, you're, as long as you're in the system, if you don't get the packet, you're fine. You're going to use your magic bands to, to, uh, to check in. And we'll talk about magic bands in a second. Um, but, uh, if you don't have the luggage tags, the stickers that go on your luggage, um, what you're going to do is you're going to use your claim check that you get when you drop your luggage off at the airport. Uh, when you get to Orlando, you can just give the Magical Express people those claim tickets and they will actually go pull the luggage off the carousel for you. Um, some people like to get their own luggage, so you also do have that option to go down to the carousel and they will store it underneath the, um, underneath the motor coach in the storage area while you're traveling to the resort. An important note about that is if you prefer to move your own luggage, and I actually suggest doing this if you're coming in on a somewhat later flight. I mean, you don't, after what time do you not even have the option? After 10 p.m. they will not grab your luggage. After 10 p.m. you don't even have the option, but I would say if you're coming in any time after 6, personally, I wouldn't even put the tags on my luggage. I would just take the luggage myself because it can take them three, four, five hours sometimes to get the luggage to your room. So if you've had a long day of traveling and you just want to go to sleep, um, having someone knock on your door to deliver your luggage is not what you want. Plus you don't have all of your, you don't have your toothbrush, you don't have your pajamas. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, if you're coming in later in the day, I suggest grabbing your own. So if you want to grab your own, do not put your tags on your back. Mm -hmm. And then, so we were just mentioning magic bands. Um, your magic band um, can be used for a lot of things when you get to the resort. It can open your door. It has your tickets loaded on it. You can use it to pay at restaurants and at um, merchandise locations. It Also, if you're doing the dining plan, it has all your um, dining credits loaded onto it. Um, so it also has your fast passes loaded yes. onto it. Mm -hmm. If you opt for any photo pass pictures, your yeah. photos are connected to it. Right. And um, it's very stylish. Very. And so those, if you don't do anything with those, when you check into your resort, um, Disney will give you one band for everybody in your party and they are a gray color. But if you don't want a gray color and you want the fancy ones like everyone else seems to have, um, at least in the different colors, you need to go on to the My Disney Experience site and look up your reservation and order magic bands from there. Um, I think you can do that anytime after your trip is... 60-day mark, at the 60-day mark. Oh, is it 60 days? Opens. Okay. Yep, so you, you'd want to go in and do that ahead of time. Uh, I believe there's some upgrades now where you can pay. We talk about those sometimes um, on the show, where you can pay for, for something with a, a print or character, you know, a character on right. them. Um, I didn't <clears> see that part when we were doing ours, but, you know, I guess it exists. A lot of times um, they're out of stock. So. Right, but there there are maybe eight, nine colors, mm -hmm. you know, basic primary colors uh, that are free, once again, free, because um, you don't see that too often at Disney, uh, that are, um, you know, in your list of, of Magic Band options. Right. And uh, very last, we're going to talk a little bit about um, online check-in. 
So before you even leave your house, uh, weeks before even, you can check into your resort so that you don't have to wait in line at your resort when you get there. Um, Do you know a little bit about this? I do. All right. Um, So the online check-in, as Cheryl mentioned, allows you to uh, pretty much bypass the line when you get to the resort. And... um, and that's always a good thing. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, so will it give you, it'll end up assigning rooms. So if, if you check in standardly, you get assigned a room by like a text. It's the same thing when if you do it through the online check-in. Is correct. that correct? Correct. So at some point, sometimes while you're still standing in the airport waiting to leave for your trip. Right. You uh, get your room right. number uh, texted to you. Um, you know, but, but it's a great option. You can put a couple of requests in. Do you want a higher floor? Do you want a lower floor? Um, and, uh, you know, you put in your credit card that you're going to use for your incidental charges. Um, and you know, it just, it streamlines the arrival process because when you get off the magical express, um, you know, that that's a motor coach, it's going to hold 50 people. So that's probably at least another 12, 13 families that are on there with you. And if you're slow off the bus, you're at the back of the, the check-in line. Um, but if you've already done the pre-check-in, you have two options these days. Uh, a lot of times you can bypass and just go straight to your room because your magic band works. You don't need to pick up a key. Um, the other option is you can actually go to the resort and there's an, an electronic check-in line, uh, which is usually shorter. That will get you to talk to a um, front desk uh, personnel. Uh, you can get your resort map. You can talk about the park. Uh, if you've driven, you if you've driven and you did not do um, Magical Express, you would need to get in that line uh, to get a parking pass. Correct. So yeah, there's um, either way, but it's nice too. Even if you go, if you have your room number and your it says your room is ready, you can go. You can check into the room. You can get your bags in your room, and then you can go down and talk to the people at the check-in desk and you know get your car checked in and all that. So it just gives you a few more options. Um, so it's, it's a thing worthwhile doing. Yes, it is. All right. I feel like that's about it, right? It is. All right. So until next time, uh, you've been listening to the Dr- Disney Drive Time Podcast. I'm Cheryl. And I'm Tony. And as Cheryl said, you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. You couldn't go with like have a nice weekend or something like that. Have a great weekend <laughs> and finish up your shopping.